Hey y'all. Okay. So today's topic, if I'm honest, is on that subject matter that I have not really talked much about because it just kind of makes me feel a little uncomfortable to be honest. But I do realize that this is something that a lot of people do and it's important for me to speak out about this topic. So you guys have guessed it. It's my time to come clean. I feel that as mothers, we have this preconceived notion that this entire process of motherhood and pregnancy is going to be super inspiring and so incredible, and that it's going to impact us in a way that we will never fully understand. And we will never, ever be the same. Let's just say you know, we'll never fully understand that. We'll never be the same. And listen, I'm certainly not saying that those things aren't possible because they absolutely are. What I'm saying is there is that side of it. And then there is also side where your body is going through this intense transformation in such a short amount of time. Mentally, things are shifting and your hormones are fully jumping into the driver's seat. I like to say this is like a drunk person in a car with a blindfold on, fold on going around in circles. Basically, no one, <laughs> no one should have to manage this level of insanity. But we fall into this belief that despite all that we are supposed to be this glowing epiphany, epiphany? Did I say epiphany? 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 <laughs> Have I been saying this wrong my whole life? Epiphany? Epiphany? <laughs> what? I can't even say it. Okay. You get what I'm saying. <laughs> We're supposed to be this glowing thing, <laughs> this beautiful woman inside and out that is bringing new life into this world. But reality check Come on now. Pregnancy is beautiful. Don't get me wrong. It is the most beautiful thing that I've truly ever experienced, but golly, it is so hard. Having a baby is an experience like no other, but there are so many things that you really don't understand before you are truly there in the moment. And as amazing as newborns smell and how cute and cuddly they are, it is so hard. And literally every ounce of yourself is to help them not just survive, but to thrive. I ha- I became, to be honest, this is where it's kind of tough for me to even like talk about, but I became more depleted than I had ever been during those first few months. And I was trying to hide so much that I didn't even tell Jason. But today I'm going to dig into that story and share everything with y'all. Today we are talking about pregnancy and postpartum depression. All right, y'all, here we go. So let's start from the beginning of how I got pregnant, (laughs) inserting Jason here, reuniting with Jason. So I've known Jason for 15 years. We knew each other when I was in my 
late teens, early twenties. We've known each other for a really long time and life has a funny way of bringing people out of your life. We never dated. We were just friends. I always thought that Jason was really attractive and I was really attracted to him when I was in my early twenties, but nothing ever happened. We were just friends. Life has a funny way of taking people in and out of your life. So we were in each other's life. Life happened. We were out of each other's life. You know, when you have a guy, girl friendship, sometimes when you're dating someone and they're dating someone, having a guy, girl friendship just sometimes doesn't work. So that's what happened with that. You know, we stopped talking to each other. And then a few years ago, we randomly got connected again through one of our mutual friends, Jason Poston, who by the way, will be making an appearance on this podcast. So be watching out for that. But he was doing business with my Jason and he was like, Hey, do you remember Jason? Like you should maybe look into like looking him up on Instagram again and, you know, possibly doing business with him. And so fast forward, we got connected and Instead of doing business, we did business, (laughs) if you know what I mean. We were just kind of picked back off that connection that we had 15 years ago, and we both were attracted to each other, kind of just came in full effect. And instead of doing business, we did business. And lo and behold, we started dating, made it official, and I don't know if this is TMI, but we weren't romantically involved when we started dating for a little while. And as soon as we became (laughs) romantically involved, Presley came into the picture. And the craziest thing about this is we had talked about Jason expressed to me that he thought, little did I know now that it wasn't like, scientifically proven, but he thought that he couldn't have kids because him and his ex, who they were together for a while, tried to have kids and she had gotten tested and the doctor said that it's not her, that it must be him. So instead of him going to get tested, he just assumed it was him. So that was something that I was under the impression with getting into a relationship with him, I was like, gosh, man, like, I guess adopting is okay with me because, you know, my upbringing was a little rough and rocky and I would love to get, you know, I would love to adopt. So to me, I just thought, okay, well, we're just adopt. And, you know, not shortly after being romantically involved, wow, I'm pregnant. I always knew I wanted to have kids, be pregnant and do the whole thing. But now that I've created this brand based on health, wellness, Paige Hathaway, looking a certain way, having obliques, having abs, being that shredded motivation, then I was kind of having second doubts about what is this going to do to my business and my brand not even thinking about what is this going to do to my body, but I first thought, what is going, what is this going to do to the Paige Hathaway brand? And through being pregnant and the months passing and the belly obviously growing, not only was it 
then affecting my internal thoughts. But then it was starting to affect my external being because I was, you know, obviously growing a human. We actually didn't announce my pregnancy until I was starting to really show. I think I was about four months pregnant. Obviously, we had told close friends and family, but I was so nervous to announce it to the world. I do remember when I was about to post that I was going to post that I was pregnant. I remember the anxiety and the fear and are people going to unfollow me? Are, are, are businesses and, and endorsements and sponsors going to cut ties with me? Like, what is this going to do to my brand? But thankfully, when I did have enough courage to press that post button, I was pleasantly surprised. I was actually in awe and in shock of all the positivity that I got around announcing that I was pregnant. If I fast forward a few months later through my journey, obviously I continue to work out and, and maintain a healthy diet for not only me now, because I'm having to do this for this little bean growing inside of me, but my mental health through the process of my body transition was such a wake up call for me because I had never in my entire life gained weight the way that I was gaining, obviously for good measure and good reason, but I had never seen my body change like this. And my mental health through this kind of tearing myself down and, and getting in my own head instead of enjoying the process. Like I feel like if I had baby number two, I would enjoy it so much more than I did because I was such I had such fear through the body transition and not only that with, you know, all the things, but being a mom, I feel like there's natural fear into knowing like, is my baby okay? Is everything okay in there? And during this time I was living in California and Jason was living in Colorado. So through our relationship, we were already doing a long distance relationship and we were talking, okay, What's the shift going to be here? Obviously, once I have this baby, you can't be living in Colorado and I can't be living in California. And so we decided, because Jason's family lives in Dallas, Texas, we decided because we had heard also all these horror stories about it takes a village and are y'all crazy? Y'all can't raise children on your own. So we decided to move to Dallas, Texas. I'm originally, for the most part, from Oklahoma. And so Oklahoma City, where I'm from, or a small town outside of Oklahoma City, is only about three and a half, four hours from Dallas, Texas. So I was like, that would be perfect. We could be close to your family. His mom was super excited and wanted to be fully involved. And my family was only three and a half hours away. Perfect. When I was about eight months pregnant, the summer of July of 2019, when Presley was born in September, we picked up all of our things from California and Denver and we moved to Dallas, Texas. And honestly, it is so exciting to pick up your life and move to a new place. But for me, I felt so much anxiety, so much stress. I was seven, eight months pregnant and now I have to find a new doctor. Where am I giving birth? 
I have to find new employees, new assistant, new this, new that, a new place. I don't know anyone in Dallas, Texas, really. So for me, I felt really isolated and I felt super stressed out. So the months leading up to birth for me was exceptionally challenging and rather hard. Fast forward to having Presley. I have this beautiful human that I still can't believe (laughs) that I created. And from there, my postpartum journey is what I really want to kind of dive deep in because this is what I feel that a lot of people don't talk about. And I didn't talk about because on social media, you know, we want to share the positive highlights of our life. And although I have shared up until that point, some struggles that I've been through in life, I didn't really dive deep into my postpartum depression. Also, because I feel that I feared being judged, you know, mom shaming of what you hear is really a real thing. And I'm going to get emotional just thinking about it because I might even cry just thinking about it, but I was in such a deep, dark place when all you hear is, you know, you have a baby and it's beautiful and it's great, which it is. Don't get me wrong. It, 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 it is. But the hormones and the stress and I was juggling working and having my brand and kind of trying to stay positive through it all. And Jason, on the other hand, he's not a emotional type of guy. He's not, he's not going to ask me, you know, emotional questions like, are you feeling okay? Are you doing okay? Or he's not one to talk about you know, things are kind of be encouraging through his words. So for me, I was just so within myself. I remember one time I'd put Presley down to go to sleep and I just sat in the bathtub and oh, I just, I get emotional thinking about it, but I was just bawling to myself. And at the time, I don't even really know what I was crying about, but the hormones and the emotions through it all is so trying. So for me, this episode, I really just wanted to say it's okay to, to feel like that. It's normal. And to, to, to be open and honest about how you feel, don't keep it inside because that's where you can kind of get in your own mind about it. If I could go back, I wish I would have expressed myself, expressed to Jason how I was feeling because maybe then he would be more communicative and, 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 you know, supportive because maybe he didn't even know what I was going through because I was in my head about it all. I find it so important that you talk about it to your partner. You talk about it maybe to your best friend. You talk about it to your mom, to your sister, to whomever you can lean on because it's hard to do it by yourself. It's hard to navigate it all by yourself this is an experience like no other for both partners. And let me tell you, while I was feeling, you know, my postpartum blues, when I did look at Presley, it kind of just 
all went away. So don't let me scare you in my, in my pregnancy journey. So let me transition over to my breastfeeding journey, because this is also something that was a huge eye opener for me when it comes to mom shaming and everyone's journey with pregnancy, with breastfeeding is completely different. So do not Let me first say, do not let anyone's opinion or their journey or their experience or what they're sharing on social media make your mind think that that's the way it should be. Because for me, breastfeeding was really hard. When I had Presley and, you know, the nurse comes into the room and kind of shows you through how to breastfeed and kind of, you know, teaches you how to latch and all of that things. I was having a very hard time with Presley latching. So instantly, because she wasn't getting milk from me, I had to instantly pump. And so from there, I had to continuously pump because I just could not get her to latch. And not only feeling the postpartum blues, on top of that, I was getting my own head about not allowing or not having her being able to latch. And people on my social media were also, you know, the keyboard warriors kind of talking bad about me not being able to have Presley latch. So not only the postpartum blues through it all, I was having my breastfeeding journey, not play, you know, the, the fairy tale part, like you think it's supposed to play out or how people perceive it to be like this preconceived notion of how it's supposed to be. You know, I'm supposed to like right away, you know, you're supposed to bring your baby up to your breast and she's supposed to breastfeed. And so all of the things that were happening for what I thought was not going to plan. And then I kind of pinned it back to me. Like, this is all my fault. I feel that sometimes women can put so much pressure on other women without even realizing it. It was, I remember this time I was with Jason's family and I'll never forget this. Jason's aunt or aunt, I don't know how y'all say it. Her, his aunt, aunt came up to me and said, don't let anyone feel that you need to breastfeed. If it's not working for you, it's okay. It's okay. Don't feel pressured because it's not you. It's not your fault. So don't feel pressured into breastfeeding. If we could only give ourselves and each other a break amongst also the keyboard warriors. For me, I do remember gaining about 50 pounds during my pregnancy. And I always heard, oh my gosh, you're not going to gain any weight during your pregnancy. And when you have that baby, that weight is just going to fall right off. Well, on my postpartum journey, obviously I did lose the baby weight. Presley was roughly nine pounds and some change. And, you know, everything with having your baby, you're going to shed some weight. But I was still plus 30 pounds. And... For me, my journey with having to face my new body in the mirror was such a mental challenge. I remember one night Jason and I were spooning, (laughs) spooning in bed and 
he wrapped his arms around me. And I remember feeling for the first time, meaning emotional again, for the first time in my life, I felt so insecure with my body. I felt so gross and unattractive. And I sat there and I, I remember this to this day. I sat there in my thoughts feeling like, oh, I got to get his hand away from my midsection. Like I just felt so blah. And I thought to myself, looking at myself in the mirror, like, wow, how are you going to continue on being Paige Hathaway in the fitness industry when for so long you were this person that people looked up to, to have you as their fitness goals? You're definitely far from a fitness goal now. And I know that there's judgment and there's unrealistic expectations along the way about pregnancy weight, about your pregnancy weight gain, about whether or not you're breastfeeding, whether or not you're doing the cry it out method, whether or not you're doing the, you know, co-parenting sleep method with your baby in bed and on and on and on. But this is why I really wanted to sit down with y'all and get a little bit more real and a little bit more personal because I feel like people just really don't talk about this. And through my journey and having that, you know, feeling the way I was feeling, I knew in that very moment in, in, in starting my new postpartum fitness journey that if I wanted to get to where I wanted to be, not only physically, but mentally that I knew I needed to be real. And I knew, knew that I needed to be real, not only with myself, but with all of you. And so there I was, I think I was, had this realization about six months postpartum after I was, you know, battling my postpartum depression and, and decided like, I've got to stop this. I've got to start talking to myself. Honestly, like I would talk to Presley. I remember thinking all of these negative, terrible thoughts about myself. And I thought to myself one day, like, I would never say this to my daughter. I would never say she's like unworthy. I would never say she's chubby. I would never say, wow, like look at your stomach now. I would never say those things to her. I would never say she's unattractive or I would just, all the things that I was saying to myself, I realized I would never say to her. So from that moment on, I I realized I needed to now only say to myself the things I would say to her. And guys, I'm just speaking through my experience. This probably is not Jason's experience, although we both obviously had a lot of stress and lack of sleep. But, you know, I feel like us women, you know, we are growing this baby inside of us. And also, you know, it's okay if you don't feel that bond right away. You know, I, I also feel like a lot of the first part of Presley's life, I just felt like it was 
Jason and I tag teaming and it was, <laughs> you know, um, partners, you know, I know that because you're not carrying this baby for nine months, that bond immediately might not fully be there. And moms, you know, you're just going through the motions. You feel like I felt honestly like a cow. <laughs> I was just milking and feeding and napping and sleeping and doing it again. And there's no emotion from your baby. So that bond, it might be kind of hard at first to feel it, but trust me, it will come. But don't let my postpartum journey, my pregnancy story freak y'all out. I hope, I really hope it didn't because for all of the crazy hard things that I spoke about, nothing, nothing comes to you being a mom or a parent to your own child. It's truly honestly, the most incredible, incredible thing. So don't let what I'm saying (laughs) scare y'all. All All right. So here's the thing. I would love if everyone could just ignore, (laughs) ignore, put your, put your, you know, earplugs in what everyone tells you, ignore it and give yourself the grace and the freedom to experience pregnancy and those early stages of motherhood the way you need to. Because remember, your journey and your life is completely different than anyone else's. Social media can be a tool for so much good, but it can also be so negative. We can get so obsessed with keeping up with the Joneses and how easy so-and-so is making pregnancy and postpartum look, but it's not the full story. And it's certainly, certainly not your story. So how do we navigate this? How can you make sure you have all the tools you need at your disposal to get through it? Here are the five ways that you can stay mentally healthy and enjoy this phase in your life as much as you can. Number one, I recommend that you lean into the chaos. You can't control it. And don't think that you're going to just start living the life the same that you did before because your schedules your priorities, your sleep, everything like that will change, but let it. Number two, go ahead and announce the birth of your child on all social media platforms if you want. But then I suggest that you turn it off. There's too much advice. There's too much judgment. And I promise you that none of it will apply to your situation, not one. Because remember, your pregnancy, oh my gosh, my dog. (laughs) You all know I got a puppy and my dog is crying in the background. But your pregnancy and your situation is completely different. So 
quiet the noise of everyone else's, everyone else's advice and listen to your own instincts. Whether you know it or not, I promise you that you have them. Give yourself the space you need to listen to yourself before you listen to anyone else. And I also recommend that you do this even with like the simplest things of your baby's name. (laughs) I remember when I was trying to pick Presley's name and I was telling people previous ideas for names and people were getting in my head about her name. So it's like even with the littlest, tiniest things to the big things. Number three, ask for help. I know it's so much easier said than done, but we are all strong, empowered women. And trust me, I know we can do it all. I swear, like we are superheroes. But if you are offered help, please take it. Don't be stubborn. In this time of your life, We could use a hot meal, a quick nap for freaking out loud. We could use some time alone and at very least a shower, put some makeup on, blow dry your hair, curl it. I don't know. I remember that was such a tough task for me, but you will feel so much better just doing the little things for yourself. So ask for help for help. Ask your partner, ask your family, because believe it or not, they will actually appreciate feeling like you trust them to help you with your little one. Number four, and this is something that I didn't understand until I actually lived it. And I wish someone would have told me it, but everybody's body is different and everybody will bounce back. If you will, at different timelines. It doesn't matter how you were before pregnancy. Your journey is different. It was a really difficult path for me. And this is what I do for a living. So again, it doesn't matter where you started. You need to give yourself a break. Give your body the time that it needs. Because you need to not only be your healthiest for you, but also your baby. And last but not least, number five, it's normal to feel like you are losing your identity a bit in this experience. You won't be able to do all the things that you did before. And that applies for both big and small, but it's okay. You know, some days just enjoy your baby snuggle up through the constant feedings and naps and, and, you know, with the grace of doing all that you can, you know, the, the to-do list might not have budged, but guess what? Today was still a success. You will feel like yourself again. You will sleep again and you will get back to all your passions you had before or the evolution of those after being a parent. I know this episode was very focused on the female experience with all of this, but I am planning an episode with both Jason and I, where we talk through how we met, who made the first move, although it's, (laughs) it's still a debate. I'm going to have him tell you his side of the story. 
I appreciate y'all so much. If there's someone in your life that you feel needs to hear this message or you feel like it would be helpful for them to, you know, have in their arsenal, please don't forget to share and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and rate and review so so many more people can discover it. All right, y'all, that is all for me. I will see and talk to y'all next time. Bye, guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.